0: you're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. It has been quite a week. Well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving week to everybody listening in the states. It's uh it's one of those weeks, you know, where it's it's you, you get a little break from life. It doesn't come often, but this time of year was this time of year was always my favorite time of year because I love the holidays and just like the lights out and everyone's spirits are high. But now, like being a working professional, I'm like, this is truly the best time of year. We have two days off for Thanksgiving, like people are working from home in December, things slow down, you get like a week off, you can use up your extra PTO. This is the time of year, the only time of year. If you are someone who works all year round, like not like a teacher or anything, that life just kind of slows down for a bit, but hats off to everyone where it doesn't, you know, like construction workers, nurses, doctors. I don't know how you do it because sometimes I feel like I'm hanging on for dear life and I'm only 24. Anyway, though, um, I'm trying to think about what my favorite Thanksgiving food is. So I kind of realized that I think I might've talked about this last year. My family does like an Italian Thanksgiving. We have our like our tortellini chicken soup I think right yeah that's that's Thanksgiving we do the turkey and all that stuff but we had yams like we never had like mac and cheese mashed potatoes like we didn't do that kind of stuff but in my in its own special way I kind of like it now that my grandparents are gone it's like a way to just keep them keep them here it does suck without them though it's it's definitely different um Holidays are not as exciting without your grandparents, but life goes on. I got a lot more holidays left, you know. What am I going to do? Wallow in self-pity? Nope, that's not what this is for. Anyway, that, was, that just got deep for no reason. Um, it's been a week, guys. If you've been following along with my stories, I have been battling This week, I woke up, so I have this really bad habit of checking my phone in the middle of the night. I really need to stop, but like I'll wake up. You know what the solution is? I need to get a clock. So I don't have a clock in my room because I'll just look at my phone, but I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. or something and I'll go look at my phone. So the other night, I wake up, do what I do. I look over at my phone and I see an email that came in from like 1.30 in the morning that says like, your order has been refunded from Sheehan. And I'm like, my order has been refunded. And I haven't ordered from Sheehan in a long time. I did order something like a few weeks ago because I needed a dress for a holiday party. But before that, I hadn't ordered there in a while. So I'm like, okay, I definitely did not return anything. So now I'm like, that, that, that caught my attention. And by the way, it's four o'clock in the morning. And I look in my email and from 1230 AM was three confirmation emails. Thanks for your order. And I look and it totals $770. And I'm like, excuse me, what? What now? So now I'm fully awake and it's four o'clock in the morning on Thursday going into Friday. I go into my Shein account and there's three orders for just a crap ton of the same thing. Like it was like men's shirts and shorts sets and then like leggings and a few bags and it was just, somehow they created three orders that totaled up to $770. And instead I went through my PayPal. So then I go into my PayPal and I see it and I'm like, okay, no, this is not me. I immediately go to file a request and I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll or file a dispute. I'm like, all right. I'll get this handled you know I'm not I'm not too too worried because either way I'll get this handled PayPal will take care of it or if they don't take care of it I can call discover um and then I look in my I, I noticed in my Shein account that they had already returned quote unquote return the order which is what the first email I had saw and they returned it for store credit so it's called like the Shein wallet and that money is not extractable So I don't know what their game plan was. Like, I'm not really sure what the game plan was. But they had this like $770 in the Shein wallet. So I was like, all right, what the hell do I do with this? Like, there's nothing I could do. So I kind of just, after I filed the claim with PayPal, I was like, all right, let me change my Shein password. I go in. The phone number had changed, so it's not my phone number anymore. I can't change it back to my phone number because I need, it'll text you for like a verification code. And before I had my house phone in because I don't like to get promotional texts and calls. So I guess they didn't need any like confirmation text because you can't text that number to change it. So I can't do that. I see that there's like some random address from Florida and I'm like, okay, let me delete that. I froze my credit card. I took off all payment methods. So there's, there was nothing saved in there. Like I took everything off of PayPal first. All my credit cards, like my banking information, off of PayPal. And then I deleted PayPal and everything from like my Shein, Shein saved payment methods. And I go back to sleep. I'm like, all right, you got to go back to sleep. It's 4.30 in the morning now. So that's exactly what I do. And I wake back up and I see that PayPal has denied my dispute. They're like, sorry, but you shop here in the past. So this doesn't look like it's fraud. And I'm like, damn it. All right. So I call someone from PayPal and I actually do get someone on the phone and she's like, okay, like, let me, uh, let me put this through for you again. I see, like, I I understand this was not you. Um, it, but it just so you know, it might, it might deny it again. And then you'll have to go to your, Card and I'm like, okay, so it gets denied again. I'm on the phone with Discover, Discover handles it. They're like, it's fine, like, we're taking care of it. So I'm like, all right, I got that situation covered. But then I start getting emails that they tried ordering again, and I'm like, no. Okay, we're not doing this. You're not getting free shit. And they weren't using any payment method; they were using that money that was in the Shein wallet, like the credit. But I was like, "Fuck you! I, you're not getting. You're not getting free shit. No, it's not happening." So I went in and had to cancel all the orders. It was like a five hundred dollar order and then a bunch of small ones. So I'm like, "All right, cancel. Change password again. Let me go to the gym. I need to. I need to work this off." So I go to the gym. I get there. I'm doing my thing. I'm on the bench. I'm on the the Smith machine. I'm one set in. I'm not joking. I warmed up and I did one set of shoulder presses. And my watch is just like, ding, 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 ding. Well, technically I have the, the ringer off, but that's not the point. It was vibrating out of control. And I start seeing that I'm getting all of these emails. And it's like, New Jersey Department of Health, like Medicare alerts, like Medicaid alerts, like New Jersey updates, like just random emails. And then amongst those emails, I see a Shein order confirmation email. So I'm like, these fuckers signed me up for every goddamn email subscription in the book thinking that I wouldn't notice that there was an order confirmation in the midst of it all and tried to order again. So now I I had to pause my watch. I sat my ass down at the front desk at the gym and I canceled all the orders again and changed my password again. And then I had to go and unsubscribe myself from all of the different emails that they signed me up for because I was not I was not doing that. To make a long long story shorter, because it's already pretty long, they basically tried to do this two more times, once more when I was at the gym, and then once at 12.30 a.m. thinking that I was sleeping again, but I was not. I was not because I was dilly-dallying on my iPad, as you guys know that I do, and this time it came in handy, okay? So I don't want to hear anything about me playing Candy Crush ever again from any of you. Thank you very much. Um, But what I ended up doing was I changed the email That was associated with the Shein account because I tried, I changed the password and then I just re-logged in, but I clicked the login using like Google and it didn't even ask me for the new password. So I think that's how they were still getting in. I changed the email. Everything's been fine since. Shein's absolutely no help. I tried to delete my account, but you have to request to delete it. You can't just delete it, which I kind of think is like a violation of something but whatever and when I went to go try and delete it it was like oops server busy sorry I'm like okay you can't just like force me to have an account okay I try calling the help number busy signal immediate hang up I tried dming them they're like oh take it up with your credit card company I'm like I took it up with my credit card company but these people keep ordering off My account and it's fraudulent, and I don't want to get the emails, and I don't want to be bothered with this, and I don't want to let these scumbags who tried to out me eight hundred dollars get their free stuff. So please, for the love of God, delete my account. So they're like, okay, we're gonna see what we can do. I'm like, you can do it. You simply can do it. Just please. So it hasn't been done yet. Best case scenario is that this gets all figured out with my credit card. Enough time passes, and I still have the credit in my Shein wallet to spend but other than that i will never be ordering from there again and i had ordered something from timu like the day the day before that thursday i ordered stuff because i want to do arts and crafts in my bathroom and that's a whole other story that we do not need to get into right now but i use paypal and those sketchy chinese companies i think somehow they stole my information my login information and that's what happened um so be careful I heard back in like 2020 when people started using Shein, I heard about some people getting hacked and it just never happened to me. But now it has. And I $800 is a lot of goddamn money for me at 24 years old. Like I cannot just be out $800. So my credit card company, I guess, ate it. I don't know. But be careful. And if I were you, I would not shop on Shein. I know that it's cheap. I've been there. But it could really fuck you over. So... That's my PSA of the week. We are now in an Anti-Shein podcast. I will continue to wear the Shein clothes that I already have because it would be wrong if I did not. But that's it. We're at no more shame. Let me see what else I wanted to talk to you guys about this week. But I have been I have been waiting to get that off my chest. You guys don't understand. Okay. Um, you know what I'm going to start doing? I decided that I'm going to start doing a hot take of the week because my hot take last week about about Zach Bryan and Bailey Zimmerman really took off. And I was like, I have a lot of opinions. So I'm going to start doing a hot take of the week. And this is my hot take of this week. It just just came to me in the car. Boom Clap is a fire song. Yep. You know Boom Clap by Charlie XCX. I was in The Fault in Our Stars. I just, I, I, I don't willingly put it on, but it came on shuffle and I caught myself jamming to it. And I said, you know what? This is a good song. This reminds me of 2014. This was a good time. This was a good song. Charlie XCX drops a good beat. I'm a fan of Boom Clap, and I'm not embarrassed to say so. And that is my hot take of the week. And come back next week for next week's hot take. Thank you very much. <clears throat> but I was thinking today, um, and I, or not today, this week, do you guys get attached to non non-animated objects like unalive objects you know like I got a new phone this week subtle flex thank you very much and as I was driving home to like get the phone I kind of had this thought to myself where I was like oh this is my last time using my current phone like we've been through so much together and then I was like why it is a cell phone you've had many before you will quickly adapt to this new one you can do all of the same things there's no reason to get emotional about it you know and it happened like people are like that with like stuffed animals and old t-shirts and stuff like I don't know what it is that gets me like I get like attached to non non non-animated objects and it's kind of embarrassing at 24 years old but that that as soon as that entered my brain I I it left I had to divert that thought but I was wondering if I'm the only one that feels that way And if I'm not, then please tell me because I need validation. (laughs) Other than that, I don't think I, I haven't really again, I have not been watching TV this week. I watched Salt Lake City, which is heating up. I'm continuing to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which, by the way, I think I would be fantastic on. I'm just saying, but I haven't really watched too much. I was thinking, though, with the strike being over, I was like, gosh, remember the good old days? When I used to sit down at this mic and talk to you guys about The Last of Us and Succession, I miss television. I miss good scripted television. I got to start re-watching Grey's Anatomy or something. I'm going to go crazy with the amount of Bravo that I'm watching. And you know exactly where I will be sharing my opinions when The Last of Us comes out. I hope they start filming it because that show... <sighs> the problem is... Like I get so attached to these shows and then they all come back like at once and I get overwhelmed. And that's why I haven't caught up like I really have not been doing well with Only Murders in the Building. But maybe that'll be like my goal for this week. I'm working from home. I gotta get one Only Murders in the Building episode in. I'm gonna come back to you guys next week with that. But yeah. Just been just been another crazy crazy week. Never uneventful. Never, never. But anyway, I want to get started with this week's podcast. We have a fantastic interview, my first in-person interview ever. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. And yeah, I don't know where else I was going with that. But without further ado, let's jump into this week's podcast. All right, let's get into some highlights for the week. My health and fitness related highlights. Actually, I got to work out with one of my friends from college this week, which uh, we never worked out together before and it's just once you graduate college it's so hard to see people you know everyone's busy everyone's traveling uh, like you live there I live here we're not around the corner from each other anymore we're not going to the same places so it was nice we filmed a lot of content so you guys can stay tuned for when all that stuff comes out but sometimes it's just nice to have another person working out with you even if they're not like coaching you over their shoulder because It pushes you to perform better. And it's, I feel like I only got two days in the weekend and I'm busy. Like I'm working, I like with all my clients and stuff. I'm doing the podcast. So it's always nice when I reunite with a friend, spend a little friend time with somebody that I don't get to see that often. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys too to see all the content that we filmed. I think you're going to like it, but I'm, I might be biased because I am in it, obviously. But yeah, that's that's my health and fitness related highlight. My non health and fitness related highlight this week was my non health and fitness related highlight for the week, honestly, could be one of two things. I, I kind of want to give it to the fact that I got a new phone, but I already talked about that. So I'm going to say that my my highlight was leaving the office on Thursday, knowing I did not have to go in this week this upcoming week. That was a beautiful feeling. I felt like I had broken down the doors to heaven. I was, I was there. I'd reached it. It's just that nice feeling. I still got to work this week, but I'm it's a work from home week. So that Thursday feeling busting through the doors at four o'clock, I was like, this is it. Liz's big break. Liz's big week, week at home. It's a nice feeling and you got to cherish those things because like I said, they do not come often and I think that that warrants warrants being a highlight. But yeah, those are my small little highlights for the week. Obviously, I'll have to do like a whole Thanksgiving recap because I'm sure that that's going to take my highlight for this week. You know what I'm going to do next week and I'm going to say this now so I owe it to you guys. I'm going to go over Thanksgiving and we're going to talk about favorite Thanksgiving foods, whether it's a food or a dessert. So DM me your favorites and we're going to have a whole discussion here. It's not going to be a one sided thing. We're going to have a whole discussion. So DM me what your favorite Thanksgiving food is. You literally don't even have to say hi. Just be like, turkey, corn, cranberry sauce. And I'll say, got it. I understand. And I will mention it. <laughs> but since we have a big interview today, I'm not really going to do too much talking on my own. So buckle up your little seatbelt, and if you are not watching this on YouTube, this was my first in-person interview, so you could switch over to YouTube, or you can continue listening wherever the heck you are, and we'll jump into things. I don't know why I said buckle up your seatbelt. I hope that if you're in the car, it's already buckled, and if it's not, then you need to do some reevaluating, because that is not safe, and seatbelts save lives, and I am an example of that. That's sad. That is not good. All right, everyone. I'm here with a very special guest today. My first ever in-person interview. You might know her from the gym, or you might know her for her delicious cookies, but I am <laughs> here with Taylor from
1: Taylor's Cookies. Yes. Nice to meet you guys. Well,
0: like, <laughs> who am
1: I meeting? I don't know. <laughs> the people who are meeting you. I guess are okay, not well, really meeting I'll them. introduce myself, and I'm just Taylor from Taylor's Cookies. <laughs> Or you might know me from the gym. I also am into bodybuilding and fitness, so both worlds I'm involved in: the cookie world and the bodybuilding world.
0: Yeah, it. I feel like I didn't put two and two together. I heard the Taylor's cookies, and I saw you around the gym, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the Taylor." That's Taylor. That's Taylor's, <laughs> from the Taylor's cookies. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've tried Taylor's cookies. They're fantastic. What? Where did this all come from? Like, did you always like to bake, or was this something you, like? when you grew older and what made you start like you're like all right I'm gonna do this I'm gonna start my own
1: thing so I kind yeah. of always was involved baking since I was a kid I used to bake a lot with my stepmom mm. and then she taught me a few different things and then I kind of branched out and try to bake on my own um, they weren't cookies that I would bake often it was mostly like muffins or cakes or cupcakes um, and they were never really good to be honest <laughs> I would make them and then I'd give them to my family and they'd be like mm, this just isn't it <laughs> But I still kept at it, and I still went with it, Um, and then probably now two and a half years ago, I just started baking again around Christmas, and I started baking these chocolate chip cookies that I was making, and I would give them now to my family. They were like, wow, these are really good, and I was like, are you guys lying, or are they really (laughs) that good? They were like, no, Taylor, you got something good, like I, I enjoy eating them. So then it got to a point where they were just too much in the house. Mm -hmm. And we all eat healthy and I don't even eat the cookies often. So I was like, let me just make a post out there and see if someone would buy them. So I started marketing them them as peanut-free cookies. Mm -hmm. And then, because I'm nut-free and I can't have any nuts, I'm allergic. So I figured that would probably grab the attention of somebody. And then also they're great cookies. (laughs) So um, it just started off with the chocolate chip. I posted it. A few people wanted it. And then it kind of just took off from there, and then I found out that I needed a license to sell, all of that stuff. um, I made a separate Instagram, I went to different vendors, and then that's kind of how it got started and the basics of it.
0: That's awesome. The peanut-free thing is the first thing that I noticed, and I actually just sent your page the other day to one of my roommates from college, because she's like highly, highly allergic Mm -hmm. to all, all, well... No peanuts, and I think maybe some other nuts. I don't know. Yeah. But she would always run into problems like going to parties or like team events and stuff where she couldn't eat mm-hmm. anything. So I was like, "Hey, this is a yeah. you can have these because she like Taylor's not going to make mm-hmm. something that she can't touch."
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's what I say. So if someone says, "Are they nut free?" or "Do they have peanuts?" and I always say, "I'm nut free," and yeah. I don't ever put anything that I can't eat in it because for me the biggest thing is if I go to a bakery or. Try to go to Crumble or Insomnia or any of those cookie places. I'm always the odd one out that they're like, "Oh, well, it may contain or cross contamination." So I always stay away. So to make someone else that is allergic to either peanuts or nuts comfortable and know that I'm not ever going to put something I can't have in it, just makes me happy that I can do that. Yeah,
0: I think that makes such a difference because even Mm -hmm. like I like we were talking before we started this, and I worked at like a fastish food place in high school. I didn't necessarily know all the answers. Like, I would ask mm-hmm. my manager if somebody called and was like, hey, um, is this, like, peanut-free, let's just say. I would ask my manager, and my manager would be like, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But we're, like, we weren't the ones make, ordering the stuff, making yeah. up the recipes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of moms and children can find peace in, yeah, that, in, the, in
1: exactly. the fact that you're so I sweet-free. do – children and moms are the most that I kind of target at right mm-hmm. now, just because – To have a kid that has an allergy is difficult because you run into issues walking into an ice cream store or a pizza place or a restaurant, and if they're with a large group of kids, they're the ones that have to sit there and be like, (sighs) I "I can't have it. And then you feel bad. I know. So for a mom to be able to feel comfortable to give their kids a cookie that they know is, okay, they can eat that, that's important yeah especially
0: the little ones like the moms can just bring it with them yeah you know there's gonna be like cake there or Mm -hmm. something they could just have their own little treat that's so nice and they
1: look pretty and they're cute they're not like ugly like peanut free (laughs) cookies they're like exciting they got oreos stuff like that yeah so So are you like highly
0: allergic to nuts
1: um, or just like, I would say yes. Okay. I mean, I am very cautious and I stay away. Obviously. <laughs> so you, you don't really know. <laughs> exactly. The last time I think was maybe four years ago where I had an incident. I ended up in the hospital, yeah. so I just stay away. Yeah. I would too. I yeah. wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't test it. No. You ended up in the hospital. I would say that's severe. Exactly. That's more than just a little, little puffiness. A little <laughs> yeah.
1: redness. I'm not going back. So. Yeah.
0: No. Um, I also, I think I saw this when I first followed you, but You were kind of marketing them a little bit too, like, it's a great post-bodybuilding show Mm -hmm. treat because you do bikini Bikini, competitions. Yeah, Yeah, so have you ever thought, and this idea just popped into my head right now, about making, like, I feel like whenever I see bodybuilders eating their, like, post-show treats, they're always, like, huge and Mm -hmm. something's, like, oozing out of it. Have you ever thought of making, like, a crazy, like, special cookie for those types of people?
1: So, my cookies, I always keep, I say simply sweet, mm-hmm. and I always say that they're not too thick. Okay. Um. So, that's my main concept right now with my cookies, and I also find that after a show, what makes my cookies stand out and why more, I mean, I'm not huge in the bodybuilding world, right. but I do know that the competitors that do come to me for post-show, they like it that it's thin. Yeah. Because for me, when I compete after my show... I want something good and delicious and sweet, but not something that's going to give me a stomach ache. So these cookies, I feel if you have a bite, you're not going to sit there and it's not going to just sit in your stomach. It's going to be like a, okay, this is what I wanted. I got into like a little sweet kick fix and then you're good. Like you're not going to have that huge cookie and where you take one bite and you're like, okay, I'm done. I don't want anything else.
0: I personally like thin cookies. Mm-hmm. I've always been that girl that, like, I like the crispy, like, outside edges. Ooh, I don't
1: like that. See,
0: I, I do. <laughs> I've, I've always liked that. And I feel like now when you, and don't get me wrong, I love going to Crumble here mm-hmm. and there. But a lot of that stuff, like, going to Crumble is, like, being, like, in the gym industry, like, mm-hmm. I had to cut out, like, half a meal to have yeah. Crumble. And, like, those cookies are, like, 700 to... 1200 calories Mm -hmm. like I am a small girl I cannot be eating those yeah and
1: then after you eat it you're like wow like I could have had three other meals instead of one cookie I could have like three four of your cookies
0: in in the time of or like to equal out to just one crumble cookie Mm -hmm. and that's that I like that's Um, why I
1: try to keep them simple and sweet but also just just because of that you know the calories I always just put in what it needs and nothing more so if it's an oreo cookie there's obviously going to be chocolate and oreos in it because that's a given but there's no need to put chocolate oreos icing stuffing a glaze and then something else on it like just the oreos and the cookie and that's it I like that (laughs) and I I appreciate like your business because be,
0: again, being someone who like counts their calories mm-hmm. and is very into that stuff. I like that you have that mindset going into your recipes because even going out to eat, like just for a regular dinner, mm-hmm. they're putting extra oils in there and all, like sauces and all this stuff that it's like, how did this meal end up being 2000 calories when it's I could have si- Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, don't get me. Right. Yeah, it's but delicious. Yeah. But I like that you like, that's something like a sweet treat that I could have. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to carve out, like, a a meal or, like, all my after-dinner snacks for Mm -hmm. this one thing.
1: And if anyone ever needs the macros for it, I can give a range around. Yeah, I'm not super specific with it because they're not meant to really be tracked. I think it's, like, everyone deserves a cookie. So I feel like if you're going to eat a cookie, then you might as well eat the cookie Mm -hmm. and just chill. Don't feel guilty about it. Have one, two, maybe three, and then you're good. There's no need to feel guilty about it. So
0: you being like a bodybuilder and very into the gym. And in the beginning you said, like, you don't really even eat the cookies that often. Yeah. How often do you eat the cookies?
1: So when I was in prep, obviously, I didn't eat them for 23 weeks. Oh
0: my gosh. So that
1: was crazy. So who
0: taste tested it? Like your mom?
1: So my mom and my stepdad live with me. Or well, I live with them. <laughs> um, and Well, they live in my kitchen. They, they're <laughs> yeah. always in my baking room. So whatever. <laughs> so um, they taste tested them for me. My family, friends, I'd bring some to the gym, yeah sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. he's over there, he taste tested them. Um, but then, not on prep, i probably eat them maybe every three weeks. Okay. Because I do eat more than one, <laughs> maybe three or four, and if Tim's watching, which is my coach, he's going to say Taylor is lying. So I don't eat them too often, because I do have maybe more than a few. Yeah. Um, but I just, like I said, I eat it and then I move on. There's no need to feel guilty about it.
0: That's probably a good way to do it too. Like when you were on prep and other people had to taste test because ultimately you're not selling to yourself. Mm -hmm. You're selling to other people. So going in and and having Pete taste test a cookie, you want to make a cookie that Pete likes Mm -hmm. because he buys a shit ton of them.
1: Yeah, and he came (laughs) up with a... The black forest cookie. I don't know if you tried that one. No, I did not. It was amazing. That was one of my best ones.
0: I gotta try... I need to try the honey bun because you keep posting pictures of that. And it looks like ridiculously good. Mm
1: -hmm. Because I put real honey buns in it and then I put... Like I toss it in the dough and I crumble it. it And then I put one on top. Yeah. So that's why, I like, the honey bun one, I had it once. There's no need for me to have it again. Because I'm just going to want to keep
0: eating it. <laughs> See, you're good, though. Like, a lot of people lack that self-control. I'm, like, that type of person that I'd be, like, licking the spoon after. Yeah. Like Well, you know was... what a
1: trick is? Brush yeah. your teeth. So this, this morning I was baking. So it doesn't even baking. taste good. Yeah. yeah. I was baking, and then when I wrap sometimes, something will fall off, like an Oreo. Yeah, just... and you're just... And I'm like, ooh, maybe I should get that. But I'm like, all right, I'm just going to brush my teeth and then it's minty. So That's you don't good. Need or have it. like
0: gum in your mouth or yeah. something so you don't want it. So there's tricks. That's smart. All right, what is, this might be a hard question, but what is the your favorite flavor that you've come up with?
1: A hands down crumb cake.
0: It is? Yeah. That was easy. You said yeah. it's, I've tried the crumb cake one. That, that one, one was really. has good. always
1: been my favorite and anyone that tries it, I've never had someone say, I don't like that cookie. They're always like, I whoa, it. I've never had a cookie like that. But I just find that it's like a cinnamon vanilla base, and they're super soft, and they're thicker than my regular ones. And then there's the homemade crumble on top Yeah. With some powdered sugar. They're really good. I, re- I
0: remember, I actually remember you saying that now after I, of course, after I asked the question. <laughs> but you were selling them outside, like, Kingdom one day, and I couldn't choose, and I was like, which one do? Which one should I get? And you were like, you have to get that
1: one (laughs) it's a must try and it's not on the menu right now but I think that I should put it on again because I try to rotate them out so that way you miss it you know and then you want it again I
0: like that you do that and that's something that I was going to ask is like why do you do the rotating menu Mm. and you're not the only one I see other cookie places do it too but I think it keeps it like new and exciting so there's always something new yeah but when I see like like if I see that one back on the menu again, I'm gonna get excited and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna want to grab it up because I know it's not gonna be here mm-hmm. for much longer. Exactly,
1: it's like exclusive flavors. Some come back, some stay. Right now, I put the s'mores one back on the menu. Um, but what I try to do is put a whole new menu out on the first of the month. Okay. And then a little secret that I don't really say. It's not a secret, but <laughs> in the middle of the month, I kind of drop either. An old flavor or bring back a new flavor because I find that that also helps. Okay. So out of nowhere, I'll just drop a flavor, you know? So I just think that it gives them more options and you can pick and it's also exciting. Yeah. And I like to make different things. So if someone's like, oh, you should make a caramel brownie cookie and it's like a random thought, I'm like, all right, let me see if I can whip it up. And then if it comes out good, I'll drop it. See, well, now
0: you're, you're going to get my wheels turning now that I know you're open to these suggestions. <laughs> Whatever
1: you want. <laughs> they're probably going
0: to come up. My phone's over there, but uh, cookies are probably going to come up all over now my page after
1: this. Yeah, the algorithm's going to get yeah. you. <laughs> I know, they're going to be on my
0: TikTok. My, so I'll send anything your way yeah. that I think would be if good. If it's
1: good and I can make it, I'll make it. Yeah. I want to
0: talk about, because honestly I have not shut up about this, I need to talk about your protein cookies. Yes. I have, when I first heard... About Taylor's cookies, I thought, I just assumed that, like, oh, they were probably, like, a healthy, like, like one of those. We were saying before the podcast started that a lot of these healthy treats often sound really appetizing, mm-hmm. but then taste so bad. So when I realized your, your concept was kind of, like, no, everyone deserves a cookie. Yeah. Like, t- just relax and enjoy life for a second. Yeah. Um, but then recently... You just dropped these protein cookies. And when I heard the announcement, I was like, fists in the air, like, <laughs> let's go. Because I, I, I've tried your cookies, and anything with a little bit of extra protein in is yeah. great for me, especially because I'm going into a a building phase. So what made you, first question, what made you finally pull the trigger and, and go for it?
1: So I've had Taylor's Cookies going for two years, and then I've gone to bodybuilding shows, yep or grand openings for supplement stores or all these different events even just regular pop-up fairs and people are always like oh do you have protein cookies and they almost look at you like as if they look down on you that you don't (laughs) and I'm like no I don't have protein cookies I'm sorry whatever they're like you should really try them like you they'll do really well so I was like yeah yeah whatever whatever I'm not gonna do it um so I played with a few recipes and then I'd never made it good or well enough that I felt like I wanted to sell it. Like, I would taste them. I'd have my family taste them, and they'd be like, these are good, but they're not great. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm not doing it. So finally, I came up with a recipe that I made, and I was like, whoa, okay, maybe I have something. Yeah. And then I put it down in the tracker that I have. I found out the macros and all of that stuff, and, I mean, you tasted it, so. Yeah. I would say they came out pretty good. It was really good. Um, my whole concept with the protein cookies is still along the lines of everyone deserves a cookie. Um, But it's as close to a real cookie as a protein cookie could get.
0: What I like about it is it's not like you didn't go full send like this is the world's healthiest cookie. Like you didn't use some like chickpea flour and like zero calorie sugar Mm -hmm. and stuff. For me, the way that I look at it is like I can have an after dinner snack or if I want a treat. And I can get t- 10 grams of protein in. Yeah. So for me, j- and just the way that my brain thinks, and I'm not saying this is right or this is wrong, but when I can get extra protein in there, I'm like, I'm going to go with the extra protein yeah. option. So, I mean, my my full plan, which I have to text you about after this, was to get a box from you and just have one every night after dinner because yeah. I, have a, I have a crippling sweet tooth.
1: And that will uh, satisfy what you're craving. And then it's also not bad for you, but my whole thing with what you said with the, um, sweeteners and the stevia and let's say almond flour, all of that stuff. So I track my own food every day. Mm -hmm. And I find that if I look at, let's just say a regular pancake versus a protein pancake, the only difference is the protein pancake has, Protein in it. Mm -hmm. There's still high carbs and it's still high in fats. So, for me to swap out ingredients and not use, let's say, real sugar, instead, like sometimes the Splenda is not even good for you. You might as well use real sugar and then you're getting that real taste and the extra proteins in it. But it's real flour, real butter, real sugar. It's just um, minimized a little bit and then there's the added protein.
0: Yeah, I like. I mean, I don't really eat a lot of added sugar throughout mm-hmm. the day just just because of, like, my diet and I'm always on the yeah. go and I, I just don't eat a lot of sugar. So I preach, like, everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, like, ai see no problem with if I want to have a cookie after dinner and it has... Real flour and real sugar i'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a heart attack my arteries yeah. are not gonna clog mm-hmm. I'm not gonna gain a million pounds. It's okay to have yeah one cookie with some real sugar it's in all it.
1: balance I'd yeah. say so if you're like you said you're not eating sugar all throughout the day and you want something a little sweet and there's some added protein, then the sugar's not gonna hurt you, you know yeah, but that's why it tastes so good is because it's as close to a real cookie as it could get
0: yeah it's also. What I like about homemade stuff is I know because when I try when I look at ingredients on anything that I buy, Mm -hmm. the main thing that I look for is does it have like high fructose corn syrup? Because we all know a lot of stuff has high fructose corn syrup, Mm but I try and stay away from that. So I know that you are not using that because I don't even think you know where. No, I mean
1: it. (laughs) I, I think I would pour it in my batter and I would be like, this is disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, it's all homemade. It's made. At most, four days before you're going to eat it just because I want to give it to the customer as fresh as I can. Um, and if they're at, like, Kingdom or something like yeah. that, they're dropped off weekly. So, it's not sitting in a Seven Eleven for who knows how long... Just getting hard with all the extra stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a homemade protein no cookie. No preservatives. I whipped it up myself. If you want to know the ingredients, I can read you every single ingredient. So
0: So do you go through, like, it, do you have a day of the week that you are just like, this is my baking day, like, I am busy? Or do you do it kind of as...
1: It's very sporadic. Okay. Um, I do want to get more organized where <laughs> I'm going shopping one day and then baking for let's say orders and then another day for let's say drop-offs at stores yep. um, but right now I'm not gonna lie it is very sporadic uh, just because I'm trying to get a grip on the schedule and some weeks are slower than others so mm-hmm. some weeks that, that schedule just doesn't work and like I said it I want the customer to get the cookies as fresh as possible so they place an order let's say four days before they need it I'll bake it At most, or at least, at most. Most, at most, at most. (laughs) At most, two days before, so that way they get it fresh. So that's why it's very sporadic. Okay, and
0: then, do you ship, because I've gotten questions about like, oh, she's in this area, like does Mm -hmm. she ship here? Do you ship, is there like a limit that you ship to? Do you go across the country, part of the country? Because you do pride yourself in keeping these fresh.
1: Yeah, so right now, you order on the website it's only the tri-state area in Pennsylvania um, so that's how everything will go through if it's somewhere further I don't mind shipping it's just the delivery is very iffy mm-hmm. so just dm me with the order of where you want it to get shipped and then we'll go over the shipping rates and what you're comfortable doing um, but for right now it's the tri-state area and PA I always say
0: I always forget that PA is not part of the tri-state. I area. thought it
1: was, and then someone was like Taylor, it's not included, and I was like, oh, okay. I
0: went like way too long without knowing that.
1: I just found out like <laughs> a month ago, so for me to say it, I sound really like you know, like the tri-state know. area
0: in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I know, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. So yeah, Neither did so I. that's how I'll ship it. Neither did I. Um. <laughs> so did you?
0: This is like kind of a random question, but. but did you go to college? Or no? I did. Okay. Yeah. Did you go away to school?
1: No. So I went to Brookdale okay. for two years, and then I ended up going to Ryder University. Okay. Uh, but I didn't have the whole college life experience because my last year at Brookdale, oh, it's, it COVID, COVID happened. Yeah. So I had a few weeks of COVID okay. online classes. And then when I went to Ryder, you had to be vaccinated and in order to be on campus, and I wasn't. Yeah. So I got all yeah. my classes online. Thank God. Fine. Um, so yeah, but I did graduate with a bachelor's degree in business okay. and entrepreneurship. That's
0: what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, what did you study and what was, yeah. what was like 18 year old Taylor's vision when, cause we, when you're 18, you just do not know what but is going to I had no clue on.
1: what I wanted to do. I mean, In high school, I would say around junior year, I always knew I wanted to open up a coffee shop. Okay. That was always my goal and my dream to do was open up a coffee shop. Um, So that's why once I graduated, I kind of figured I would go something for business. Yeah. But I also was thinking maybe I wanted to work in a hotel, so hospitality. Mm -hmm. So I went undecided the first year, and then I switched to business. um, And then... I didn't switch my idea of a coffee shop until two years ago after I graduated with the whole story I said right. in the beginning and I just started making these cookies and ah, they so were things just out fell, in, fell yeah. into place. So instead of a coffee shop, I was like, okay, well I can still have exactly what I wanted yeah. as the coffee shop, but now the star be the cookies. Yeah. I like so that. that's my goal still.
0: Okay.
1: I still want to have a coffee shop, cookie cafe. Like an in, like a, yeah. Brick and mortar exactly. store, and I want it to be very homey. Yeah. People go there to do their homework or to meet up with friends. Their parent, well, I hang out with my mom a lot. So <laughs> maybe go with their mom. Um, and then there's the coffee, but you're gonna mainly go there to get your cookie fix, and it's gonna be fresh, and it's gonna be like a crumble, but more homey and inviting, and also the coffee.
0: I like that because you don't sit in a crumble. You get and, your stuff and you go and you dip. Yeah.
1: Same with like Rook. And I'm not putting anything yeah, yeah, yeah. down. They all have their own business No, there's, there's concept, just but... simply no seats. Yeah, you can't. The yeah. other day I was like, I really want Rook coffee, but I wanted to bring my computer. So I was like, that's not the spot. It's not. You just walk in yeah. and leave.
0: The only place... Have you ever been to the Rook in Coltsack?
1: Neck? No.
0: It's a really random one. But I have... One of my friends lives really close to there. And it's in a shopping center right next to a bagel place that has outside tables. So okay. that's the only Rook that we could sit down... Ah. I and enjoy in, in high school it was like the thing on the weekends you had a bagel and rook, and, and rook, just sit that there. sounds like a
1: good vibe though yeah bagels are my favorite i
0: know me too i
1: never eat them though
0: i don't when i'm cutting but now that i'm build like building and going into a yeah. surplus i've been having so many bagels
1: see my carbs are high right now uh they're at like 240 and I still will not eat a bagel. Why?
0: Is it just like I can a mental have
1: like three meals instead of one bagel? That's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think the reason why I've been doing it is cuz I've been so on the run.
1: Yeah. Lately so, so
0: yeah, the days that I know that I'm not going to be home, I'm like, "Alright, well, I can afford to have a big yeah. breakfast because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be snacking cuz I just won't be home." It makes sense. You know, but you're right. Bagels like you can have like three, four pieces of toast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't let that go. I'm like, four pieces of toast to one bagel. That should be your next
0: adventure. Figure out how to make bagels less caloric, but still Not up
1: my alley. (laughs) (laughs) No. But they do have um, bagels online recently that I've been seeing that are lower in carbs that look good. Like... What type of bagels online? I wish I remembered the name. Like Jersey bagels or like... Nothing's Jersey bagels. I'm okay. i sure in Jersey. See,
0: now. that's what I... I need to be able to go to a bagel place and have like a 200 it, calorie bagel.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get a I'm fresh not. bagel like that. I'm not. It would be cool though because I would go. I would. Maybe too. if I do figure it out, I could have it in my cookie cafe. Yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. I would go. I would have both. <laughs> I need... I'm like huge on... I like salty and then sweet and then salty and Mm -hmm. sweet so i could 100 percent see myself sitting down because i love to eat
1: getting myself (laughs) an
0: everything bagel and then being like all right i'm ready for my chocolate chip cookie now i'm ready
1: for a cookie that's (laughs) how i am i always eat something like dinner i always have something salty and then i have have to have something sweet before i go to bed
0: i have to have something sweet after dinner or it consumes me
1: well, I'll go to sleep thinking about something sweet. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me just eat something.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Um, transitioning a little bit, because besides being a baker, you're also mm-hmm. a bodybuilder. Yes. How did you get into that? Because I've seen your transformation pics, and they're pretty awesome. Thank but what, you. like, it's not something that people just wake up one day and are like, yeah, I'm going to do it.
1: So I started with a coach when I was 18 years old, um, and I've been with the same, his name's Tim, mm-hmm. every calorie counts. I know Tim. Yeah. I've been with him for four and a half years, but I basically started with him when I was 18, Mm -hmm. um, and I was always involved in fitness in the gym, but I just didn't know the science behind it to see an actual transformation. Yeah. So I met him when I was working at a gym front desk, and he just started working there, and he used to see what I was eating, and it would be like these little small meals with just like chicken and veggies, and he was like, I think you're probably under-eating, And I was like, there's no way, but I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but you should probably feed your body more and you might see more of a result. So I was like, I don't believe you. He was like, all right, start working with me, just see what happens, and we'll go from there. So after working with him for maybe, I would say, eight months Mm -hmm. is where I finally started to see progress. Because it wasn't fast. It was very slow. But I just kept going with it because I knew that someone was holding me accountable and also, it was better than what I was doing by myself. Yeah. So, I just trusted the process. I ended up seeing a decent transformation. And then fast forward to, I don't know, maybe a year and a half in working with him. Um, I figured if I can be that disciplined and see such transformation, let me try competing. Yeah. I went into that first show blind to, like, <laughs> everything that it involved in a way. Like, I already followed a plan and worked out. Right very strategically so that wasn't new to me but the whole mental side of it and the emotions and your hormones getting messed up yeah. Um, and the just really the mental challenges that come with prep that I was blind to um, and then show day obviously I was a very I was an amateur like I went on stage and I had my moments where I was like now looking back like that was wrong
0: <laughs> I wouldn't um, know
1: but I mean, it was cool, and then I said I wasn't gonna do it again, and you did it again, and I did it again. <laughs> but this time it was a lot better because I knew what to expect, and I actually enjoyed it. So. Okay, so you are gonna do it again? I said no. <laughs>
0: so for now, she's... for now,
1: now nah, I am gonna do it again. Probably in two years, Give my goal time to... is yeah. to gain as much muscle, regardless of if I am gonna compete. The only reason why I say that I am not sure if I am gonna is because I really hope in two years I have my own cookie cafe. Yeah. I don't know how to balance both right now, maybe. If pushing I don't think you will know until... Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I definitely want to do wellness the next time I compete, so I'm going to say I'll give myself as much time as I can until I can be wellness, and hopefully I'll have my cookie cafe, and I'll also have the muscles, yeah. so we'll see.
0: I like that. I like that plan, and I like that you said... and and specified that you didn't really start seeing any sort of change Mm -hmm. with him until eight months in because the number the number one and two things that I see with clients that I work with are people Mm -hmm. that just come to me online one is people just not eating Mm -hmm. or we have such a messed up concept of what healthy eating is and my clients don't realize they're under eating or they don't trust that i'm like no eat this amount And they're like i can't i'm they too get scared i'm too f- they like i think mentally they make themselves full like they're like i cannot eat this and i'm like you can eat 1600 calories in mm-hmm. a day like you you can do it yeah. i literally have a crumble cookie <laughs> not that they should but um so that's one thing and then just getting frustrated with it's been three months mm-hmm. why am i not seeing any progress this stuff Really takes time, especially if you're coming from a place where, like you were, where you were under eating. Your Mm -hmm. body needed time to heal and just like restabilize itself from what you were doing to it. Mm
1: -hmm. And your metabolism needs time to catch up to what your new plan is. And even if Tim changes my plan, let's say now, he still won't give me, let's say, a free meal for the first three weeks to see how my body's adjusting to it because it's not nothing is an overnight thing you have to take the time to adjust to any new plan you know yeah so I just think that you just trust the process don't give up and then just know that if you're trying and you're putting in the work and don't cheat yourself that's the biggest thing with me that's why I can't be a personal trainer or coach because I'm just like if someone if Tim tells me Taylor don't have a free meal this weekend I'm not having one you know like there's no ifs ands or buts sure not everyone's like that and I understand that, but that's why I can't work with somebody. Yeah. So that's why I just trust the process and don't cheat yourself.
0: See, you're like a you're like a coach's dream. That kind just of like, but <laughs> in some ways. In some, I'll some say ways. Everybody has everybody I have has cookies their flaws. sometimes. Yeah. Well, you're the cookie master, so I think I I It's think okay. Tim knows <laughs> that you might sneak at a cookie here and there. Exactly. He's it's listen, it's part of part of you. you're not going for mrs olympia right now so Mm -mm. you can have a cookie it's not it's it's not the end of the world everyone deserves a cookie i know
1: i'm gonna follow that (laughs) sometimes (laughs) um
0: but no i see i'm a very i i say i'm an empathetic person but i'm not a sympathetic person i do not take people's bullshit excuses whether you're my friend my client my family member i just i think part of it is coming from a background where by my dad is from Taiwan, so he moved here when he was five and grew up with like an immigrant family. And the Chinese culture is very.
1: Wait, so you're half Chinese? Yep, I'm half Chinese I and never half Italian. Knew that. Yeah, wow. I'm a funky
0: little mix. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Very cool. It's it's cool, and it's also like it's opened my eyes to a lot. Like the the Chinese culture is very different. Mm-hmm. They are not sympathetic or empathetic. They just. It is the way it is straight down the line. So I think for that reason, I was just, the way that I grew up was very like, if you want something, then work for it. Mm-hmm. Because my dad came from nothing, almost getting pulled out of college every semester because he barely had the money to scrape by and he made a life for himself. So
1: that's awesome. Yeah.
0: He's, he's a very inspiring story. And I, I feel like as a coach though, I just, I don't take people's excuses and it's mm-hmm. a good thing. In the end, because what I'm like, if you came to me for help, I'm not gonna sit here and feed your, yeah, like, like it's okay to have a cookie every once in a while, but if you're sneaking cookies every single day, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say something, yeah. about it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't even know where I was going with this.
1: I said I could <laughs> be a personal trainer or coach, and oh. then you said you're uh, sympathetic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, li- I like that you said how you know if Tim says don't have a free meal you're just yeah. not gonna have a free meal because i'm i'm the type where if my client was like oh but x y and z i'm gonna be like well like i'd be like well i i know a girl who think, like who did yeah. this so
1: yeah you well, could do I it just, too so my mom's tried to follow a plan i'm not gonna call her out but a little bit um <laughs> sure, she's sure tried forgive to you. follow a plan and she's hired a coach she hired tim for a quick second. Um, <laughs> And she just can't follow it. Yeah. And she'll do it for the first five days and then she'll her friend will ask to go out to eat and then she'll try to track a meal that is cooked at a restaurant. And I'm telling her my you can't do that because you don't know the exact what's exactly going in it. Yeah. So don't even track it. Yeah. Just go on with your day now and she's like oh but I'm trying and I'm like no you're not you're not just skip the meal or just don't go out to eat for this like at least two weeks you know yeah it's just to adjust yeah you
0: know and she couldn't do it see I definitely preach a balance Mm -hmm. for sure and you know like I don't think that if you want to be like a healthy person that you can never go out to eat but if you're someone who has not been seeing results Mm -hmm. and you're you're feeling frustrated then your 80-20 is going to look different than my eighty yeah. twenty, and your 80-20 is not going to consist of going out to dinner, mm-hmm. you know? And it's... For a little bit. For a little bit. Like it's, a short right. period of time. It's not a forever thing, but if you're really frustrated and you're not mm-hmm. seeing examples, it's like, I think you just need to, to reevaluate what's going to make you happier in the long run. Like mm-hmm. you, I, I could say to you like, oh, but I really want to go out with my friends. Cause like... I want to have a good time and you can come back and be like, okay, but you're going to have a good time in the moment and still hate yourself yeah. tomorrow. What's going to mm-hmm. be the the better?
1: Well, what I've learned from prep and I'm not sure if some people think this is crazy or obsessive <laughs> or whatever, but you can go out to dinner with your family and either order something super plain that you maybe even created as in just like grilled chicken and broccoli, right. you know, or you can, I've been on prep where I even can't do that. And I, have brought a meal yeah. to the table and the waiter or waitress, they're going to just understand that I have a dietary restriction yeah. or whatever. And you can still sit at the table with your family and enjoy their company. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the food it's and egg. the drinks. That like, is such
0: a good point. It's
1: That's not why you're there. Yeah. Sometimes it is. And I think that you should enjoy food and drinks yeah. here and there. But if you're going to spend time with family their presence and the conversations you're having with them is way more important than the food sitting on your plate, you know? That is... I don't
0: know why I've never, like, vocalized that, but that is so perfectly said. I've done it before where I've I've never competed. I probably Mm. won't, but... I've gone out to lunch countless times. We have this one guy that I work with loves Buffalo Wild Wings on Mm -hmm. a Thursday. He can't stay away (laughs) from the deal. So everyone will go, but I don't want Buffalo Wild Wings every Thursday because, one, I'm going to feel so ill for the rest mm-hmm. of the night and two i can't be having like it just doesn't align with my goals to have buffalo wild wings every yeah. week so i'll go and i'll bring my lunch and mm-hmm. the waitress doesn't say anything because first of all we're the only people in a buffalo wild wings at like <laughs> On one thursday. yeah at thursday, thursday at 12 thursday. p.m but i'm not like i'm not there for the wings i'm there because i want to spend lunch time with my yeah. friends mm-hmm. and i can eat my own meal and i'll be satiated and they're eating and i'm eating it's not like exactly. i'm sitting there like yeah just have my water mm-hmm. guys
1: and like I said it's not always but if like you go every Thursday and you bring your own food then that's fine yeah and you wake up and you feel great that you stuck to your plan yep. and your goals and then you move on and some people will look at you like crazy though Yeah, they will because my brother he does he's like Taylor you're really gonna bring that to the dinner yes Dean and then he'll wake <laughs> up oh I feel so full well Whatever. Well, yeah, so you're,
0: <laughs> I, I see, cause I think I follow your brother that mm-hmm. he like goes to the gym and stuff too.
1: Is it, we, like, is he as serious about it no. as you are? Okay. <laughs> um, he's not, but he also, is, he is very serious right. about the gym as right. in he's not a bodybuilder, but he does go goes to the gym religiously and consistently has his goals. He's had a transformation himself. That's awesome. Um, but my whole family is into fitness. awesome. So oh, that's I think awesome. that's why I'm so involved in it and have been most of my life. Like, my mom's taught boxing classes, okay. kickboxing, whatever. I was always in the gym with her as a kid. Yeah. So that's always been my environment. My stepdad actually competed in the past. Oh. And he did well. He's gotten <laughs> first place multiple times. Um, so to live with someone else who's competed, they understand. So, yeah. And... It kind of motivates me a little bit to stick to it. And then my brother. So we're all into fitness, so that just makes it easier. That's good. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I grew up... My brother was always into sports. But this is the first time that he's really stuck with going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And he's asked me, like, oh, can you get me creatine? Or, like, what do you put in your protein shakes and stuff? But I always felt, like, a little bit guilty. Even though he never made me, like, feel that way. But I just felt like being a girl, mm-hmm. and, it like, being his sister, that he kind of didn't want to be in the gym because I was doing so much yeah. in that space, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that most of the time it's a guy or the brother going into the gym, so I think it's yeah. awesome that it's you... Yeah. And he's at least coming to you for the advice, you know? Yeah.
0: Now he does. Now he sent me a Snapchat today because he tried my pre-workout. And it's it's just, it's a stim-free. It's just a pump. <laughs> and he's like, wow, my shoulders
1: look like, He's going to I'm like, jeez. My brother sometimes gets really cocky and he'll he'll send me a picture or I'll see him. He's like, how do I look? I'm like, bro, you're small. <laughs> Keep going. See, my brother well, but he looks s- good. I'll he like does. hype my
0: brother up and then he'll like leave my Snapchat on open. So I'm like.
1: Pointless. Why am I saying like? Nah, just, I always make my brother feel like shit, so he <laughs> goes harder. You know.
0: See, that's that's where I want to get. Right now, I'm like with my brother. I'm like, just stay in it, keep yeah. keep going. And then once he gets to that point, I'm gonna. That's like Pete's like sitting in this corner. This whole thing. That's Pete's like like specialty. He'll just look Flexing. at you and be like, you're not going hard enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, the other day, he was spotting me, and he was like, five more, five more. I was like, great, I'm gonna die.
0: I. He's been in my ear about attempting 135 on the bench for the past, like, nine months.
1: What are you at now?
0: My max is 130, but that was a while ago.
1: I think you could do it.
0: So, well, I failed, like, three times last oh, week. I think I
1: saw the video. Yep.
0: Well, he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> there's no reason why you can't do this right now. And I was like, well, shit.
1: You're... Well, next time I got you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next time. We'll go for it next time. But That is a lot a good... of
1: weight, though. That's impressive. I can't Thank do you. that.
0: Well when I the day that I reach one thirty five, I think I'm gonna throw a party.
1: Okay. I think you should.
0: I'm gonna buy everyone around. <laughs> <laughs> so kinda closing out, I know we you kinda touched about it, but what is what's the next thing for Taylor and for Taylor's cookies? What what are the goals?
1: Um hmm, that's a good one. Well, Taylor's cookies, that one's easy. Yeah. Uh just to keep pushing. And growing, basically getting more orders and customers and doing more events, um, maybe getting into some more stores, just basically growing that whole business. Mm. I keep saying it and I, I'm a firm believer in what I put out in the universe is going to happen. Yep. So in two years, you will walk into Taylor's Cookie Cafe. I'll walk in there. <laughs> so that's Taylor's Cookie's goal. Um, my goal, wow, I feel like I've been so involved in Taylor's Cookies, I don't even know. Um, I would say to continue to work hard and grow my business, but also have that balance of life. Yeah, and still giving myself credit when it's due because I'm very hard on myself, and sometimes I don't think I'm doing enough. So basically, just find a really good balance of like a work life balance um same with eating i'm post-show so mm-hmm. post-show is always really weird some days you feel really great about yourself yeah and I then can other imagine. days you're like whoa what happened so just find balance yeah again yeah i think continue. it's good too
0: to take a step back like and just th- like like you said you've been so involved in your work it's yeah. like okay wait what do i want mm-hmm. in life right now yeah yeah
1: so I, that would just say find balance
0: that's good. I like that. I like those answers. Thank you. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram and yes. Taylor's Cookies in all the places? Yeah.
1: So, easiest way to order um, cookies or book an event, because I also now have like a Taylor's Cookie pop up, which is a whole separate thing. <laughs> www.taylor'scookies.com. I think it says on my shirt. It does. It's it Taylor's does. Cookies. Really Taylor's easy cookies to spell. Com. Easy. <laughs> And you can also find me on Instagram, and it's Taylor's underscore cookies with three S's. If you need any information, everything's on Instagram. Uh, I would say that's the easiest way to find out either how to order, shipping, all of that stuff is right on Instagram. Um, if you do want an order that's out of New Jersey, it's on the website or DM me. Easiest ways. So if you have questions, just DM me. I'm the one answering.
0: (laughs) Perfect. No robots here. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Taylor. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Share this podcast with a friend and let them know, hey, hey, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Give it a give it a little listen. I hope that if you're celebrating, you have a very happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to try and get outdoors a little bit this week if the weather permits, you know, maybe do a little walk. Or something just because it is a slow week and I do have time to take a second and breathe. So I encourage you to do the same. Send me your favorite foods. Make sure that you follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. And then subscribe on YouTube and find me on social medias at List with Liz. Oh, and you know what I should mention before I go? I'm going to eat my heart out. On Thanksgiving, I'm gonna have pie, I'm gonna have cookies, I'm gonna have turkey, I'm gonna have cornbread, I'm gonna have yams, I'm gonna have all the courses and all the drinks. And you should too, because it's literally just one day. And those foods don't come around often. And then the next day, I'll go to the gym and pick up where I left off. I hope you, I sincerely, sincerely hope that you enjoy this holiday and that you can find a way to make the best of it and if you're someone who struggles and the holidays are a tough time then my thoughts are with you and i'll be here to talk to you next week